Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the pleasure of editing related to Amazon FBA private level and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, your host, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we bring you a very close friend of mine, Lokish. He's basically known as the India expert. And based on that, you might already see what the topic is going to be today. We're going to be talking about everything related regarding the potential of sourcing from India. I was in India close to two months ago, had a ton of fun, learned so much about the Indian culture and also the business opportunity when it comes to sourcing from India. And I was very keen after that trip to be more vocal about uh, the opportunity Amazon sellers can find when it comes to sourcing outside of China and using India as an alternative. So that's why I wanted to bring Lokesh on board today. So Lokesh, it's a pleasure to have you here, my friend. How are you doing? Great, Vincenzo. And thank you for bringing me on your stage. Uh, we are going to talk about India as the uh, platform, not only for sourcing, but I would encourage uh, we can also help sellers establish their uh, retail presence in India to sell products to Indian consumers. We, we have the biggest market to to get your uh, business uh, growth, like humongous growth, I think, uh, as the e-commerce space. Exactly. In fact, um, before we jump into the, the topic and so on, it would be great if you can give us just a, a quick introduction about who is Lokesh, how you became the India expert, and then, of course, we jump into the topic. Yeah? Great. Uh, well, I had rec actually recorded one of the YouTube videos on my channel for who is Lokesh Parashar in the same sense. So <laughs> I started my education as an engineer. But by choice, uh, I was always into international marketing. So I switched my career right, right beginning of the passing out of my graduation as an engineer. And I have seen the journey in the last 30 plus years from way back in 1993 of becoming a supplier, learning the tricks and trades, travel globally, uh, then creating a factory of manufacturing and all the way supplying to Walmart and Tuesday morning. And North America has always been my speciality. And then in 2001, when my first bankruptcy or the first low of my business started, I switched on to services. And that's how it's the last 20 years I've been uh, able to serve uh, as a sourcing manager for a lot of wholesalers, retailers. And in the past five years, also Amazon sellers, which are also retailers. But during those 20 years, uh, we had never had an opportunity of having such a boom in the e-commerce but in the last 10 years uh, or 12 years of Amazon space in, 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 the, in the world and in India, I think for the last 10 years, we have seen this segment growing like anything. So yeah. we also came on board and uh, we started to serve Amazon sellers five years back. And now I have uh, a good team uh, across India where we can also help you not only source product from different country uh, factories manufacturing, but also if you're looking at India in terms of the market to sell and expand your business, so we'll be your retainer consultant 
to help you figure out who are your right partners to come and work with India. Because it's a tough market. Uh, norms are very stiff to enter into the market. Mm -hmm. But once you are here and you establish your brand, I think you will be much more uh, uh, bigger in, in the sense as just as compared to what you said in the US. So it's a huge Not opportunity. A lot of people I've seen, a lot of brands from other countries have established in India and they are like minting money. So we can yeah. help you in that sense as well. Awesome. Yeah, I think I, I, I totally agree with you. Like when I went to India, I saw the huge transformation in terms of industrial capabilities India is going through in terms of manufacturing. Like we know now that more than ever manufacturers in India are capable to now competing head to head with Chinese manufacturers in some of the specific categories. And, and, and that's actually one of the things that's going to bring me to my first question. Like, 10 years ago, India wasn't even the radar when it comes to sourcing, and now it's basically becoming one of the top choices for some Amazon sellers as an alternative outside of China. So maybe let's start with what you have seen or what do you think have been the reasons for India to basically uh, become one of the top uh, leaders now when it comes to sourcing? Like what has been changing in India that has allowed this? So India has always been a second choice for, for, for sourcing so far. Uh, I would say like 10 years before, like for the last 30, 40 years, with a lot of uh, global manufacturing shifting to China, uh, the pricing because of the labor cost and the mass scale of merchandise uh, manufacturing in China, we were always kind of 20, 30% expensive when you talk about anything you want to do in India and you want to do in China. But in the last 10 years, that the labor cost with the China and the global turnaround of uh, a matter of choice uh, and uh, especially the e-commerce business where you have to have a lot of small quantities as well, uh, trial orders and, and a lot of prototype to be done. That made India a favorable spot. And mm -hmm. now we have seen, like when I started my business 30 years back, I was competing with China because I was supplying to Walmart. I used to display product at Shenzhen. I used to compete with China. And we had very few categories of product where we can compete. Maybe something to do with hand. Uh, mm -hmm. I was a garden supplier, a, a garden uh, product specialist. And I used to be in Taiwan in the room, finalizing the samples and orders with Walmart buyers. And they used to throw us prices like in, in China. And at that time also we were successful, but in a very small scale of uh, uh, SKU number. But in the last 30 years, and especially in the last 10 years, I've seen, if I'm talking about 20 products 30 years back, I would say right now we might be having 2,000 plus products, which you, you, you can easily compare and compete with China. And that has, uh, it's not only about China getting expensive, it's also about the growth of Indian manufacturing, the mm -hmm. competitiveness, the, the scale of business the factors are doing, the manufacturing processes have changed, and our labor cost has not yet increased as as much as china so those are like all the mixed factors which has made india one of the favorable uh, alternate to sourcing from china awesome now when when we talk about this uh, alternative solution from china which is right now india and everybody's basically now starting to dig in on, on this market of course we need to be mindful 
just as you basically briefly mentioned, that this is going to be at the moment for certain categories. We haven't seen a full shift yet where India can compete on all the categories with China because of the time it's taking basically to catch up with uh, the years of um, advantage that China had in certain niches. So basically my question for you is for people listening right now, considering India for sourcing, which one would you say are the categories right now that are the top uh, choices? Like if you are selling those categories, India could be a, a perfect fit for you. Yes, that's a very good question, actually. And uh, this is one of the most common questions asked by a lot of our customers mm -hmm. when we are talking to them for the first time. They have seen China. They might not have seen India. And uh, I would say India has their own strength and their own weaknesses. So once you want to compare apple to apple, that is where you would be able to see the difference of why it, we should be in China and why we should be in India. Uh, for example, if you're looking at uh, ceramics if you're looking at uh, products which are mass merchandise large scale uh, large quantities mechanized plants and they're going into home decor i would say it would be china but if you're looking at something to do with with the mass scale uh, quantities is not an issue but there is some hand process to be done in the manufacturing then china becomes really really i would say non-competitive in terms of india because we have the very cheaper labor and the artistic uh, skills of those labors in that sense the so one is that factor other would be the mixed material where a lot of mixed material product has to be uh, inbuilt in the manufacturing process i'm not talking about bundling of product but i'm talking about where you have a combination of raw material to produce a final finished product that is also where we have seen china always struggling to compete with india Okay, good. Now, when it comes to materials, that's very interesting because I remember when actually I was in India, I was surprised by the fact that most big part of some of the materials actually are used in China, actually as a source from, from India. And that's actually, I think, where uh, you can be very smart because the cost that will take this material to be shipped to China to the manufacturer, I guess, for some of these specific resources where India basically has the lead in terms of the raw material, you could find a cheaper production cost just for the mere fact the product is already sourced in India in the first instance, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In terms of the product uh, or, or raw material, I would say I always tell my customers and also my friends in Amazon seller who are learning about India is you should look at the source of raw material. Mm -hmm. If the source of raw material is China and we are importing the source right into India and you have a capability of reaching to Chinese factories, I would prefer you to go back to China because raw material is directly sourced from China and then it's coming to India uh, as an import. There are a lot of regulations. The definitely a cost will be increased. But if you're looking at a very large scale volume, then it tends to be very lucrative for you to explore India as well because nice. when you export from India, then you don't pay a duty to the government for importing it. Exactly. It basically cross cancels the export with import and the Indian government will encourage the export so they don't charge you an import or import duty. So it is almost like you're just paying a small freight for getting the raw material out of China to India and it's a, if it's a huge volume, it makes sense to explore India as well. For nice. example, in textiles, now when you say cotton or leather, yeah. that's what China imports from India in a large quantity. 
so mm-hmm. if you're looking at a leather product if you're looking at cotton textiles uh, in terms of especially handloom or even power loom you should always come back to india to check your prices uh, because china imports the raw material cotton from india china ex- imports a lot of leather from india and then you go into subjective of the product side what exactly is the product how it is manufactured awesome. now let's start talking about the process of starting the process of sourcing from india because uh, some of the questions i bet you get a lot is like how this differ when it comes especially at the communication stage when it comes to talking to what is the difference between between talking to a Chinese manufacturer compared to an Indian manufacturer? I'm talking about what is the criteria usually in uh, Indian manufacturers may have in terms of MOQs, in terms of um, um, how how much customization they might do on a product, the the um, certification. So give us a little bit a high level, like what are some of the key difference between a uh, sourcing from a Chinese manufacturer compared to an Indian one? especially at those early stages when it comes to getting the, the partnership going with a manufacturer. Yeah. So in terms of compliances, there is no issue at all. There is there's mm-hmm. no dearth of factories, no shortage of uh, right product, which are compliant as per the US standards or UK standards or, or Europe standards. Uh, I don't think so. We have any problem when you're looking at international quality and you have a compliance in, on your product, uh, especially when you're an e-commerce seller you would be looking at amazon uh, uh, regulations and your guidance on import uh, you will never have a problem in that sense uh, in terms of the process it might become a uh, little easy for you in india because we are very comfortable with smaller quantities factories are very open to having exactly. buyers starting from small business maybe some trial shipments uh, maybe some product development to start the mold costs are really cheap in india i would say because most of the molds are made by traditional way it is not like you are doing uh, a product casting uh, a blow casting where you have the very heavy cost of the mold and then mm-hmm. it basically comes down to the subjective level of the kind of product you would like to source okay very interesting and now when it comes to this <clears throat> the other question I, I get a lot especially after i came from india people asking me okay i love what I've been seeing on, in terms of India. However, I feel a little bit lost when it comes to how I find the right manufacturer because when it comes to, for example, China, we know that uh, platforms such as Alibaba or other um, solutions out there, they have a huge database when it comes to uh, Chinese manufacturers. But correct me if I'm wrong, in India, uh, some of these manufacturers, you have to go directly to India to actually find them because not a lot of them have yet adapted maybe um, the digital um interaction with international sellers so how could a, a person like in the us or in europe navigate this issue to to start connecting with these amazing manufacturers in india what is your advice yeah so in my earlier statement i i did say that you should be going on my youtube to have a lot of resources mm-hmm. on my instagram also if you go and follow me you'll see a link dot buy resource link there nice. where i've addressed this question in detail that india is a challenge in terms of sourcing the right factory we do not have Alibaba in India. We have very few, maybe in hundreds or couple of uh, hundreds in, in terms of factory on Alibaba from India. So you have do not have in the right platform. A lot of sellers have told me we, they go to Trade India or, or India Industry or a lot of these uh, websites where aggregator uh, businesses are, are, uh, are basically yellow-paged, but they are not exporters. 
most of these people are basically registered there as uh, a local business and they're lo not looking at any export mm -hmm. they don't have the communication they don't have any means to tell you how it is to be done so the only way and that's what i have explained in my instagram on that uh, the subject is uh, a trade show exhibition directory uh, you can okay. visit wow. the india trade show or you visit some international trade show directories and, and export council directories where a lot of exporters are registered with the council uh, for example if you are into leather there is a cle which is called a confederation of leather exporters so you should be able to list down okay where are the export associations or export councils in india and then you will have a list of all those product categories you can go into the website you can uh, even email those people but mind you do not share your genuine email address with those people <laughs> it's same in china when you go to canton you do not share your actually they embedded with emails yeah yeah you need to create a new email for for these people so that uh, even that we do for our customer also when they're coming for first time to india we tell them that i'm going to create a one gmail account for you i'll give you the mm -hmm. access you, you want to access anytime you can access it but in the next couple of years, you'll have hundreds and thousands of email coming to you because your your email will be circulated to every Tom, Dick, and Harry who's trying to be in exports. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. And now, when it comes to India, uh, of course, the opportunity is not only on the sourcing side but also on the selling side. Which I find very interesting. I mean, Amazon India, for example, is present. Of course, when it comes to India, there's certain filters like you need to work with somebody that is located in, in the Indian market already. But however, talk us a little bit about how international sellers could potentially explore India from the selling perspective. Like uh, that's something I find also interesting myself. So can you give us a little glimpse on that, how it looks like? Yeah? Yes. <clears throat> so I have seen brands growing like anything from 1 million to millions of dollars in India because they could capture the nerve of the Indian customer or Indian consumer and they had the best of the team. So logistically, Amazon has cracked the code in India where they are now able to deliver your goods to 100% of your zip codes in India. That means wow, every nook and corner of India, 100%. Earlier, last year, they were 999 now they yeah. are saying officially that 100% of India is covered by Amazon as in terms of delivery. Wow. And then together with almost 30% of our first people purchasing power is in the young millennials. Mm -hmm. So boys and girls from the age of 18 to 35 is around, if I'm not wrong, around 40 million people. Wow. Okay. So you are looking at a big country with a lot of good pocket money and they're millennials. In fact, if, if I look at my both kids who are, one is in college, one is in high school, and even I myself, our first choice is to go on Amazon and search for a product. Then I, I'm going to order something by a food mm. delivery or, or a grocery delivery, but I will be doing it digitally and by online. Interesting. Interesting. So and when it comes to India. At, sorry, that is where you should be looking at India in terms of capturing. Then the second stage would be a choice of product. At what is the right okay. product for the Indian customer? Interesting. In fact, that that was gonna be my next question. Uh, you just nailed it there. Like, um, you know, of course the market is huge, but I bet what maybe works as a product in the US or Europe 
might not work in India. So when it comes to products high level that you see are very attractive when it comes to online, like you constantly see Indian customers looking for these kind of categories on Amazon. Have you identified some trends like people is more likely to buy home decor, kitchen products? Like what have you seen the Indian market working the best when it comes to online? It's a very subjective uh, question, Vincenzo. And if you're a smart Amazon seller uh, with like a couple of my clients, they really, when they come to me and they want to source the product from India, I would say follow the same path. You have a lot of softwares, a lot of tools, Helium 10, PicFu, yeah. Jungle Scout. Apply them to Indian market and see what is top selling there, how, how people are making money. For example, we had one of my Amazon seller buyer uh, uh, visiting india and we were at the toy show she was using that tool uh, on her phone mm -hmm. and we were at the because it was a toy fair so we had a lot of toys and she could figure out okay if this toy is they are selling it's an international business it's an export company and they will able to give us uh, the white label uh, private label sourcing on the spot she could find out how many sqs their competitor is selling right now on amazon at what price and she could figure out that if she wants to do something like that and if she tweaks the design to stay ahead she could found a couple of more pieces there right on that time itself she could decide yes if i have to sell this to even indian market i can sell to india and then i can create this under a us brand to sell in india itself while it, one shipment go to us for us market and the half of the shipment or whatever numbers you want to stay back they can be staying back in the factory. We also have a lot of these warehousing companies and 3PL companies or even factories are willing to partner with you to store yeah. your goods as long as they're selling in India. Okay. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to ask you next. A lot of possibilities are there. You just need to figure out and really deep dive and commit yourself to explore. So when it comes to that, uh, do you have maybe some advice? Uh, do you know if there is any services that could help like people listening now like usa or european sellers that say okay india is amazing i have to look into the data everything makes sense like what would you say it would be the next step like finding maybe a, a, a an indian business partner that could be your like ambassador to bring you within the country like what is usually the best setup to to enter the indian market in that sense i would say just <laughs> like when you require a sourcing agent you need help uh, the, the the person who is managing your business in terms of sourcing makes everything fast track for you uh, as a business guide. They save you a lot of time, which is also equal to money. Uh, as an Amazon seller, you're already outsourcing a lot of uh, to work to your VAs and, and, and technical people uh, out there for content or for or creating your or listing or whatever. Uh, hire a professional for you and let them work for you. Maybe it could be yeah. man hours, man days, whatever it, it suits you as well. It, it all depends upon how much money you would like to explore, uh, spending on only exploring this market right now. And then, yeah. as I said, commit yourself first that, yes, this is the market I would explore. And I would like to spend this much of time and this much of money on my exploration time. Awesome. Awesome. Now, um, so we can start uh, concluding some of the strategies and tips like besides everything we've been discussing in terms of um you know how to navigate the the um the opportunity of sourcing and selling on india what what are the things you think it would be valuable to mention right now on, on this uh, episode to basically provide more insights about the market like is there any other tips you think that we didn't touch on that you think would be 
valuable for our listeners and watchers to know right now on top of that yeah sure if you on the sourcing side as uh, we have been discussing before as well uh, we mm -hmm. have a very fantastic offer for if you are a group of sellers coming in uh, we have the hosted buy program as a federation nice. i represent a federation of sourcing agents which we call federation of business ambassadors coincidentally it is fba or which call we call federation of buying agents and during in that association we are promoting that the people should work with buying agents sourcing agents and we are inviting a lot of buyers on a platform called hosted buyer program so we conduct it twice a year in february and in october once you are part of that program we gather around 25 amazon sellers they all come together we make it as a business delegation the best part is that your travel incentives of that business trip which is roughly around $6000 or $7000 you're only paying $999 as a seller which yeah. includes your international flight ticket your all six nights of hotel stay in five star hotels your three days of business three days of exploring india all your food breakfast lunch dinner everything you just come to the delhi airport new delhi airport and you're in our hands you only take out money for shopping or for ordering goods with people or or samples or like commercial things which you want to do otherwise you don't spend a single penny with your you just pay 999 and rest of the cost of 5 to 6000 per seller or per buyer is paid by the federation we create wow. the entire ecosystem of six nights and seven days of trip for you to explore india from every possibility love it and this trip i guess is an amazing opportunity to also find the manufacturers because you're going to go visiting all these a uh, uh, treasures where you can meet them basically right yes so the first three days were one the first day is mandatory to attend as a buyer we're going to mm -hmm. shortlist and curate a list 25 to 30 exporters for you depending on what category are you looking at you're going to be having a closed door meeting with sourcing agents which is mandatory for you to attend you don't have to have hiring someone but because it's a platform of federation and everybody's pulling in the money from their uh, resources to bring you to india they would like to speak to you and in case you require and you think that the sourcing agents are or any one of them is helpful to me you may or may not hire them and then you will meet those exporters who are shortlisted and curated they're displaying the product second and third day is open for you you want to visit a trade show you want to visit factories you want to visit specific town for any business we would encourage you to do those that part in the first three days and then the next three days is exploring india we have couple of packages for you which will be able to tell you what india is we want you to explore and be on the ground to feel how indians work so that when you start doing business in india even to buy or even to sell product you should be able to pretty much gauge and judge that where i'm which, which kind of pond or or a lake or an ocean i'm swimming into awesome that is something we would like to uh, do with you and everything is done as soon as you sign up there is a person assigned who will be your one point contact to arrange everything before the trip starts so everything is taken care your, your guidance on visa or uh, getting your invitation letter the choice of hotel which will be uh, done with you the bookings the the taxi booking the where do you want to go you might have some appointments to fix by yourself you might be meeting some factories before you can just let yeah. us know these are the places where i would like to explore going within that uh, range and everything is done for you Love and no commitment to engage further with us it is only for one time offer 
Good. Yeah, I'm going to make sure uh, to put everything down in the description. Uh, if you share all the information, then, of course, so people can join. Which which is the date for people listening and watching uh, if they're interested into this trip? So next one coming up is in February, which is will be from the 4th February to the 10th February. Awesome. So very soon. Next year will be October, uh, like February and then October. Awesome. Very good. Um, I'm finally in, in regarding the, the the selling part. Any other tip you also want to provide so we can conclude um, to this episode? Yeah. Sorry. Come again. Yeah. Regarding the selling side, uh, is there anything else you think it would be valuable for people to know uh, when it comes to India as well? So we can conclude to this episode in terms of selling yeah, in India. Yeah. On the selling side, uh, since it is my own personal consulting, so I can offer you a. a couple of nights of hotel stay complimentary as a friend to me uh, because when you come down here and you explore selling in India you bring a lot of knowledge to my my domain as well so that will be my complimentary hosting for you when you are coming here and uh, most welcome one time when you're coming here to explore and you're saying okay Lokesh I am willing to partner with you and you be my person here those couple of nights in India or especially in Delhi it will be hosted by me on on, on my cost as a gesture of goodwill, as a gesture of friendship, and as a gesture of like common sharing of knowledge. Yeah. And I can tell you from experience, Lokesh is a very good host. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we party a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Lokesh. So, I mean, it's been a pleasure to have you in the show. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom regarding, you know, the opportunity of sourcing and selling in India. I think this is just the beginning because uh, India is being more and more in the radar of so many, um, you know, e-commerce sellers. And I think this is going to be only um, the start of something so much bigger in terms of the opportunity that's going to bring for the region, specifically India. So thank you so much. Um, um, in case people want to reach out to you, do you want to share also how people can send you maybe an email or social media? Last details. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to share the links with you of the YouTube and Instagram. And you already have my WhatsApp. Uh, I will send you my QR code for WhatsApp. I'm very active on LinkedIn as well. So if you'd like to go on uh, touch base on LinkedIn, I have a lot of articles on story of sourcing. I think close to 50 plus articles on LinkedIn in terms nice. of uh, uh, anything that which involves cross-border. As I mentioned, I also have another business called International Payment Recovery and Cargo Damage Claims. So we have a lot of articles of success stories of how we recover the payments from international business, how we manage the cargo claims for our for our customers. So once you go on the profile, you will be you need pretty much enough time for you to explore what I need to know. Awesome, Lokesh. So thank you so much. Uh, wish you all the best as always. And I'm sure I'm going to see you soon at uh, one of our upcoming trips. Yeah. So it's been a pleasure, yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.